In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio, live on Toginet.com. Co-hosted by Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women around the world. We'll cover everything military, from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder, to navigating government programs dealing with family issues, to the struggles of deployment, along with being a working mother, both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and here are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back. Hello, Military Moms. Welcome to Military Mom Talk Radio. This is Robin Boyd, your guest host in for Sandra Beck, who's continuing to enjoy a well-deserved vacation. I'm here with Tina Gonzalez, our co-host. Hi, Tina. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. You have a no good week? No driving this week. No driving? I'm at home. <laughs> I'm in my quiet little room. The kids are content. This wow. <laughs> you had family last week, correct? Yeah, I had family all last week, so they went home now and... I'm here by myself with the kids. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful having family, isn't it? But, boy, you know, in a way, it's kind of nice when everybody's gone and you can kind of get back to normal. Yeah, I'm still trying to get the kids back into the, the mom and dad mode and out of the grandma mode where everything goes with grandma. <laughs> Do they get spoiled when grandma's around? Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Grandma well, lives in Washington, and she barely ever gets to see him. so, yeah. Oh, Washington State or Washington, yeah. D.C.? Washington State. So, yeah, they're, they're spoiled rotten. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, uh, Tina, I want to get right to our guest today. Um, this is somewhat, uh, this is part two of our focus on the National Guard. Dawn, are you with us? I'm here. You are. Hi, Dawn. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Great. Don Gagnon is a military spouse and a volunteer with the New Hampshire Army National Guard, and it's great that you're joining us today. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. That's the, um, I was introduced to Don by last week's guest, Didi Rice. Don, how did you and Didi um, get to know each other? Well, our husbands um, deployed together back in 2006-2007, and Didi and I... Um, headed up a, an FRG. Um, Tony, my husband Tony, was the commander of the unit that was deploying, and um, he put together a great team. Um, it was myself and Dee and, and three other wonderful ladies, um, and we chaired our family readiness group and put on all kinds of programs. And, you know, I got to know Dee really well and her family and her parents, and, you know, I, I still feel real tight with her, um, yes. even though we don't see each other as much anymore. Because yeah. um, her husband's in a different unit now, but sure, um, sure, yeah, it was great, great. You know, those it's, relationships just never, never go away once you've got them in place. 
Isn't it wonderful that we have things like Facebook and we have things like Internet that we can stay connected with people? Oh, yeah. Because I, I noticed that National Guard has its own Facebook page and there's all kinds of things posted on there for, for you to uh, connect with. Yep. I think it's really great. And even I'm finding that just connecting with people from high school that I haven't talked with in so many years, it's it's really kind of fun. Tina, are you on Facebook? I haven't connected with you yet on Facebook. I am on Facebook. Wow. I'm, I'm horrible, though, because <laughs> I I get so busy that I will not go on Facebook for, like, two to three weeks. Oh, and, and then you and just that, can't catch up. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, my gosh, look at all this stuff that I've missed. <laughs> it's horrible. My friends are like, why do you even have a Facebook? And I'm like, I know. I'm the kind where my husband, that's like the way he connects with all of, you know, the guys that he used to be in past units with. I mean, that's like his networking right there. And me, sure. I'm, I'm so bad. So yeah, bad. yeah. Well, will you be my friend on Facebook then? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, we'll have to get Don. We'll just get everybody. We'll have a, a, a guest page and, and whatnot. We'll just all connect on Facebook. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Last week, uh, Don, we chatted with Didi about the family program uh, and family readiness, and I know that you have been um, very much an integral part of the program for the families in New Hampshire. Specifically, some of the things you've been working on, um, I know you talked about some Christmas events that you had done. Can you share some of those programs with us? Well, it it wasn't so much a program. It was um, we put on, you know, Back when I wasn't a statutory volunteer and was just part of a family readiness group trying to, you know, get to know the other families, um, you know, we'd put on a, they'd have a dining in for the soldiers and they'd invite the families, but we'd put on, you know, like I'd make um, chocolate-covered pretzels and, and give, have, pass them out and we'd p- make reindeer food and pass it out to all the kids that were there and, you know, just try to build some camaraderie in the families. And then when the soldiers were deployed, uh, we put together um, a big dinner and celebration, and we had the Santa Claus come in and pass out gifts. And um, it was for the, the families of the deployed soldiers. And it was a really nice opportunity for us to all be together because we were all feeling the same thing. You know, yeah. our soldiers were yeah. away, and um, it was tough on the kids. And But it, it gave all the kids an opportunity because they were able to share with each other, too. Do you serve primarily the, our Concord, New Hampshire area, or are you talking statewide? Well, um, as a statutory volunteer, part of what I, they asked me to do is I provide resources to other family readiness groups. Um, if they have questions or concerns, I have ideas for, um, you know, fundraisers and mm-hmm. ways to get freebies for the family readiness group because there are organizations out there who donate their leftovers and, and things like that that you know, people just don't know about. But if you ask, they'll give it to you. And you don't, yeah. it, it's not a huge imposition. So. Isn't that true? There, That in and of itself is practically a full-time job. I know I serve on our um, local food pantry uh, committee. Mm-hmm. And I'm not as active as some of the other folks that we have on that particular board, but I know this one fellow spends so much time, and it could be knowing where you're going to buy six gallons of milk and get the seventh one free, or where you're going to be able to get that extra case of whatever because you spent 
so much money or you have coupons that are going to be doubled at this store but not that store. That's right. that's phenomenal. Yes, we have you know what's really funny about Facebook is we have there are some some military wives out there who have discovered the the couponing mania and have been able to do some super bargain hunting and they post their finds out on Facebook and oh, it's great because awesome. everybody's like, Woohoo, thanks and off they go to the store. <laughs> Oh, that's wonderful. I know there's something else that we have here, and for the life of me, it doesn't, uh, maybe you know of it, Dawn, a free, a free trade or a free swap. What, do you know what I'm talking about? Um, and actually, I think we connected at the school with that website at one point in time, and I'll have to, I'll have to research and see if I can go through an email here and find it. But you, um, it's like this big, Swap, but it's all kind of like a Craigslist, but mm-hmm. it's a free swap. Do you know what I'm talking about? I've heard of it. I just I haven't utilized it at all. Yeah, yeah. That um, it's amazing what you find. You need a file cabinet. You go on this free trade, whatever it is, free trade or free swap. You need yep. uh, <laughs> I don't know a tarp. You need a tent. You need a whatever. We have, yeah, it. we have something like that here in California you? too. It's called yeah. FreeCycle. FreeCycle. That's it. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, we have that down here, too. That's yeah. awesome. It's a and, good, I, I like that. It's a good way to get rid of your stuff yeah, without yeah. having no garage sale. You don't have to wait for the donations to be picked up, and there could be someone that lives, you know, right down the street from you that needs something that you're needing to get rid of. That's it, yeah. yeah. And yeah. because it's regional as opposed to Craigslist, you could, even though you're supposed to be able to tap into a state or whatever on Craigslist, I think this free cycle really is, focused right in your area and it's free literally isn't it yeah yeah i think i think that's so cool um well i I know one of the things that we were talking about last week too with with didi was how the impact that you have on these families and i know tina has shared with us how much some of that family support means to her personally but she has also seen the impact that these these family programs have had Don, what are you must get some feedback from these families. You must hear from them or or whatnot. Do you do you oh, get sure. good feedback? Yep. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, we've had um, the Easter Seals program um, has really done a great deal with um, military families um, to the point where that they will provide some respite for. Moms that are stay, uh, that are at home, and you know their spouse is deployed now, so they don't have any respite from their children, and they have lots of little ones. They have a couple that are off at school, but if they have five kids and three are at home, you know it can get a little hairy from time to time, and you, you need a few minutes. And yeah. Easter seals, you know, you make arrangements with them, and they will come out and provide respite, and it's no no charge. Isn't you know, they something? they yeah, um, you know, just opportunities to talk with folks and and. Um, you know, counselors and everything available to military families. All they have to do is ask. And the nice thing about Easter Seals is it's not, it's connected, but it's not connected. You talk directly to someone at Easter Seals. You don't have to go through your soldier's commander to get the link to get to there. Um, So the, the stigma of the soldiers and the higher echelon knowing what's going on, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah. it's easier for families to feel comfortable with going to, you know, utilize those opportunities. 
I know we did talk a little bit ab- uh, about that last week as far as there being so many resources, and I know, T- Tina, you shared that as well. Um, there just is an awful lot of family support. And I do want to talk a little bit about that, Dawn, on the other side of the break we've got coming up, because when we chatted on the phone last week, you really did talk about how much you appreciate a lot of that family support that, that there oh, yeah. is out there. Um, and in comparison, that family support may not have always been there. I know um, we'll talk about that on the other side of the break um, and a little bit more about the National Guard um, okay. because it's very interesting to learn a little bit more about somebody who's always been there but we just don't hear much about. We'll catch you in, in a moment on Military okay. Mom Talk Radio. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriended is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. What's your story? Are you living it? Well, you could be. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Her passion is helping others discover, create, and live their personal brands. Yep, you heard me. You have a brand. No different than Coke, Pepsi, or Nike. You are a walking, talking, living, breathing brand. You're not a logo. You're not a tagline. The choices you make become the path you take. This is your brand. Now, live your story. Your brand is not just what you say it is. It's also what others say it is. So what are you communicating? And how can you create an authentic brand? We'll take on these challenges with What's Your Story? Every week, Hillary will feature teens, moms, and organizations that are learning and living their story. Now, her passion is to help others discover, create, and live their personal brands. To find out more, go to inspiredbyfamily.com. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio. I'm Robin Boyd, your guest host in for Sandra Beck, who's still on vacation. 
Sandra, if you're listening, we hope you're enjoying the rest of your time with family and that you have a smooth trip home. I know it's rough traveling with little kids sometimes, but we hope she's going to make the best of it. Sheena, has your family had much vacation time lately? Do you have time for time away? Um, or? We have. We're, we're big campers, so we oh, go cool. camping and stuff. So it, honestly, it seems like any time we go any place, it's like a vacation altogether. <laughs> <laughs> it's a production, huh? <laughs> yes. It's like one of those things where you have to prepare yourself like at least half an hour before you're ready to leave the house to make sure that you get everything together. Yeah. But yeah, but we live right by the beach, so I've been, and we have a swimming pool, so honestly, the, I try to get the kids, I'm like, come on, you guys want to go somewhere? They're like, we just want to go to the pool. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Sounds well, good. that's fun, though, because you're along the uh, the West Coast, you could be looking for starfish or little little other creatures, and that could be an adventure, just going down along the shore. Yeah. And I think I read about Camp Pendleton having a lot of un, um, what what was it called? A lot of of the seashore has not been disturbed or has not been um, infiltrated with any kind of um, um, the oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we haven't had nothing. We've had no closures, no nothing. We've had no problems whatsoever. A few um, shark sightings here and there, but. Other than that, you know, it's pretty good. My kids don't go out that far anyway, so sure, it's no biggie sure. for me. Well, our guest today is Dawn Gagnon. She is a volunteer with the Army National Guard here in New Hampshire. Um, one of the things we were talking about um, just before the break, Dawn, you were talking about how wonderful your resources are, especially with Easter Seals. But you were also chatting with me last week about how much you respect the military as far as their support for families. Yes. You want to Absolutely. give us a little information on how you were thinking that? Well, you know, from all of the programs, you know, Dee, Dee spoke last week about the Yellow Ribbon Program. They yeah. didn't have it when we started um, our deployment in 2006. They didn't have a Yellow Ribbon Program for the family, so to speak, but they had a program with a certain number of gates that you soldiers had to go through to make sure that their paperwork was in place. And the family readiness group and our, our family readiness um, advisor um, helped us through that process and coached us along and gave us ideas on how to pull things together. And she was, you know, milit- provided by the military. Wonderful. And they, they helped us, you know, organize things and put things on and and just keep things moving and, and kept the flow of information to us so that we could keep it moving out to the soldiers and their families. Um, and when the soldiers were deployed directly to the families, um, it, you know, when, when folks say that the military doesn't take care of their people, they're not seeing the whole picture because they really do. They, they work very hard in trying to support the families uh, of all of the soldiers. And, and, and I use soldiers in a global you know, meaning airmen and Navy and, right. and Marines and all. So, um, and I, I love the program, and I, I have a, I do have great respect for the military. My father was a commander in the Navy during World War II. Is that um, right? Yeah, so, you know, and things are very different from then till now, but what they're doing now is really trying, because they're utilizing the National Guard to such an extent, and we aren't on a military base. We're scattered, you know, that this coming deployment is some 11 hundred soldiers, and they're from everywhere. 
Oh, they're amazing. as far north as the Canadian border in New Hampshire, and they go out into Maine and over into Vermont and down through all through New Hampshire and down into Massachusetts. I mean, for us to all get together in one place is it doesn't happen very often. Right. So right. Um, we have to have resources at, at specific locations um, and newsletters and things that we can send out easily, um, and it and it's fully supported. Um, the military provides for all of those opportunities. That is amazing. Um, one of the things that I just was sharing with you gals during the break was the fact that that is so different. My husband is um, a Vietnam-era veteran, and when I asked him about this kind of support, he laughed. He actually laughed, and he said, are you kidding? No, this was not available to him. It was not available to his family. It was not available to him. And this kind of reintegration when the guys came back was equally non-existent. So to be able to see the changes that have been made just in that amount of time uh, is just phenomenal. And, it, and as it should be, this is um, something that we really need to be able to assure that these guys are taken care of, their families are taken care of, and um, that they are given the, the assistance that they need. I know two organizations that my husband has uh, been watching or, or following is uh, an organization called GatheringofEagles.org um, and another one which is Vietnam Veterans of America. Those two groups are very dedicated to assuring that if any soldier is needing assistance or is not getting information that they need for resources, that they are there to make sure that that happens. And then, Don, one of the things we were just talking about, too, um, and I noticed in our local paper was an article called Operation Thank You that just took place last weekend. Yes. Operation Thank You is something that the Red Hook Brewery and the Meat House, um, along with a number of other um, sponsors, puts on, and it's from, it, it's in the community, but it benefits military families. Mm-hmm. Um, the, milita- the soldiers with an ID get in for free and their dependents. And the meat house cooks all day, and there's steak tips and boneless chicken breast and hamburgers and hot dogs, and there's potato salad and ice creams and sodas, and it, it's an amazing assembly of people who are supporting the military and their families. Um, and then the folks outside the, inside the community can also come and celebrate the, the military. They have to pay a fee to get in. Um, but it's really nominal when you consider what it costs to get into fairs and everything else. Right. Um, and the, the proceeds go to programs that support the military. You know, like Katie had mentioned, SURF, the Chaplain's Emergency Relief Fund. The, yeah, um, the Chaplain Emergency Relief Fund. And yep. I know when Tina was talking, when we were talking last week, you were saying equally, too, how much is available to you as far as families and programs. Right, Tina? Oh, yeah, there's tons of stuff here. There's yeah. so much stuff, and um, for, I've heard from feedback from um, people that are moving from other bases and from other locations that um, that Camp Pendleton probably is one of, by far, the biggest um, bases that has had so many resources. Like, they're blown away about from all the donations and the support from the community that they've said that they really haven't seen as much as there is offered here on our base. Yeah. And the other bases around the United States, so which is 
that's really awesome because I've only been on Camp Pendleton. I've been here for the last 10 years, so this is the only base I have seen. So mm-hmm. to me, it's just kind of like, oh, okay, it, I expect that it, this happens at all bases, but um, the feedback from the other people coming onto Camp Pendleton um, is that it's not as widespread and the donations aren't as huge as they are here. But there's a lot of, a lot of resources here. Now, one of the things we learned was that um, some of the fundraising, because that was one of my questions. Here we have, well, of course, Operation Thank You was certainly um, put on by some wonderful sponsors, and locally we wanted to make sure we mentioned the Meat House, which you did, Don, um, yep. which is a company here in Manchester, and it's, it takes place at Merchants Auto com Stadium, which is a huge stadium right here in Manchester. They are wonderful to provide all of this for this particular event. But, Tina, do you know if funding comes, where does funding come for some of those things that your families are benefited by? Um, there's a lot of um, donations. There's a lot of organizations. Um, we have the uh, Armed Forces YMCA um, mm-hmm. that has a lot of programs on base. Um, Homefront America. Um, there's a lot of uh, independent little organizations like uh, Capistrano, uh, Capistrano Valley Assistance League. There's okay. lots of like little um, organizations that are just around Camp Pendleton. Um, there's a bunch of different cities, and um, they just everyone wants to give back. So there's so I mean I think it gets to the point where it's so overwhelming that there's so many people that want to help that I think it comes to the the point that it's like okay you know we have to draw the line somewhere because there's yeah. so many programs going on. I mean with the different churches and I mean all the way down to San Diego we have people that want to donate to the base. So that's amazing. I know, and one of the things that we do like to be able to offer listeners is a way to connect because there could be somebody in Missouri who has things that they really want to connect with their local unit and not quite know how. Um, I believe www.jointservicessupport.org. Would that be correct, Dawn? Did I get that right? I believe so. Yep. Joint services, plural, support. Dot org um, is a wonderful resource for people to turn to so that if they either have resources or they are a family looking for resources, that's, that's a perfect way to go. Um, so we want to make sure we have that out there. I know on the other side of the, uh, the upcoming break, we're going to talk a little bit more about that deployment coming up because you said this is one of the hugest deployments that are coming up. Is that right, Don? Yeah, it's one of the largest ones in New Hampshire's history. Yep. Yeah. Well, we've got about a minute before break, so when we do come back, we want to talk about that. And also, Dawn, you have a lot of other busy things in your life as far as volunteering (laughs) and job, and you have a very busy family life as well. You've got three kids, right? Yes. Yep, 17, yeah, 17, 11, and 8. That's a very busy busy family, I can say that. So what we'll do is we're going to take a little break from the good people at Toganet, and when we come back, we'll share that information and talk a little bit more about your husband's role um, in the Army National Guard. Um, So for Tina and Dawn, we'll come back in a short moment, 
and we'll have some more information about um, some other resources. We'll be back in a moment on Military Mom Talk Radio. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning. That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Here comes Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues today. With Sandra Beck and Christy Holly, Tuesday evenings at 6, 5 Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Togginet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio provides a powerful platform for women today by giving interesting, inspiring, and inspirational information to mothers around the globe as they navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio will have best-selling authors, gurus of happiness, women of interest, who every single day make our world a better place for our families. Motherhood Talk Radio, powered by Motherhood Incorporated, is co-hosted by corporate executive Sandra Beck and stay-at-home mom Christy Holly. For more information on each and the show, go to MotherhoodTalkRadio.com. Mom, this really is your show. Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Tuesday afternoons at 6, 5 Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Tuggynet.com. Hey, you living the dream like Nina and Cindy? Were you shocked by the Chuck E. Cheese calamities, diaper dilemmas, and major mom minivan mishaps? Then get ready to share it with Living the Dream Moms with Nina Fry and Cindy Schmitzer, Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. And as Nina and Cindy say, if you're thinking it, we're saying it. It's your chance to discuss, share, and learn from two moms who have been there, done that, and got the t-shirts. Check out their website, ltdchix.com. Living the Dream Moms is all about all things moms have to deal with daily. Nina and Cindy are two ordinary frazzled moms who admit when they need help and do their best to research and discuss topics that are not always talked about. Living the Dream Moms are just two real women who are discussing the trials and tribulations and triumphs of everyday mom lives. You are not alone. It's Living the Dream Moms with Nina Fry and Cindy Schmitzer. Thursday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's AM. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com, covering topics to help on the home front, with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Courtesy Military Moms, it's Robin Boyd coming to you as guest host while Sandra Beck is still away on vacation. And we're here with Tina Gonzalez, our co-host, and we have Don Gagnon here today, um, who is a volunteer with the New Hampshire Army National Guard. Um, Don, we wanted to talk a little bit about your husband, um, which is why you are a military spouse, because your husband is a major, is that correct, in the National yep. Guard? Yep. Now, how and long has he been enlisted? He, he, uh, he, he'll be 19 years in September. Wow. Yep. Wow. He'll be looking at retirement before too long, huh? Well, you know, he's 
when he he'll have his twenty in when they return from the deployment, or you know, within <laughs> days of that. Um, you know, he's he's not sure what he wants to do. Um, and you know, I told him, I said, well, that's a decision you don't have to make until after you get back. You know, right? Let's just get through this part of it and worry about that as sure. it gets a little closer. So. Now, let's talk a little bit about this deployment, because as we were just saying, this is a very large deployment coming up, isn't it? Yes. Yep. It's one of the largest in New Hampshire's history. There's over a 1,000 soldiers that will be moving out of the state mm-hmm. um, and and deploying to various locations um, in Iraq and Kuwait. Um, and what will their mission be for this particular um, deployment? Well, it's considered a non-standard mission. Um, it's mm-hmm. part of a com- camp command cell, and there may be variations on that because they're being broken into smaller groups um, and doing various tasks. The particular group that my husband is with, um, they'll be doing logistics for the units that are moving out of, in and out of Iraq. You know, the, they're the life support system, essentially. You know, they make sure that everybody has the water, the food, the, you know, anything that they need I to see. survive. I mean, even the most basic things, you know, make sure that they have Band-Aids and, you know, that everything is where it needs to be for them to move easily out of um, theater or into theater. I see. And will they go in and just be assigned to one specific uh, unit and see them out, or do they go and, say, check in with them and then go to another unit and go to another unit? Or I guess I don't quite know how it works. I guess they're going to be positioned in one spot, and as the soldiers move out of theater or move into theater, they're going to be mm-hmm. in the main location where, where traffic goes in and out. I, I don't see. know the location or yeah. anything, but something oh, to that not. effect. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, I mean, if we're talking a huge regiment or whatnot, that certainly would be quite involved. It's not just going in and, and um, tending to something. How long is this deployment supposed to take? Do you have an idea? 12, it's 12 months. Um, it boots on, as they call it. Um, they leave in September and go to um, their, um, gosh, I can't think of the word. It, it, they're going to have another 45 days of training, and then they will go overseas. I so see. they'll actually be overseas for nine or ten months. Uh, oh, but wow. the actual deployment when the orders are cut begins in September. Wow. Um, and is there so, Medvac unit that's also going over with this deployment is that what it's called a medvac? No, well, no, the medvac unit just got back. Oh, is that the one that just, call. just arrived? Yes, yeah, that the two thirty eighth just got home. Um, that was so, also in the, the paper the too. Yeah, they're back stateside, so that's a good thing. And they landed in Bangor, Maine. Yes. And they spent about two hours on New England soil, and they were turned right around to go to Fort Hood. Yes. Yep. For they have four, four days of processing, paperwork, you know, gear check, and all that kind of stuff. And then yeah. Which is, it sounds so crazy. I'm sure once they landed in Bangor, there was just no way some of these local guys wanted to get back on a plane and head to Fort Hood. Well, you know, it's kind of like... Uh, for me, I wouldn't have a big deal with if I had if I had the opportunity to see my husband in that two hours and then yeah. send him off again because you know after not seeing him for so many months, just to have that those that two hours just to give him a hug to hold his hand, right? You know that would just recharge me to know that the next 
few days or week or whatever it is for them to get back, you know, it's just a short, it's just a blink of time compared to the amount of time that he was gone. Um, when Tony deployed the first time, we had the opportunity when the soldiers were leaving country, they stopped at um, Pease for refueling yes. on their way overseas. And we had two hours to see them before they went overseas. And it was a 2.30 in the morning event. And, and I bet me the place you, was packed. It was packed. And my kids were there, and it was the most amazing opportunity, especially the, the ceremony that the peace greeters do with the old soldiers saluting the young soldiers. It was probably oh. the most moving thing I have ever seen in my life. It was incredible. I have chills. That is just awesome. That's just yep. awesome. And knowing that they are stateside, that <laughs> they are not over there, quote-unquote, somewhere, that they are stateside, yeah, Fort Hood really isn't all that far away, is it? No, and it's, you know, just a matter of a few days. You, you have the opportunity to run out and get your hair done, get that pedicure yeah. that you haven't taken care of, and, you know, finish <laughs> that quick dusting before they come in the door. Right, right. And it seems to me when they had that arrival at Pease, we had a Girl Scout unit there that was giving out Girl Scout cookies. I do remember the pictures on that, and that was just phenomenal. Just yeah. phenomenal. It yeah, it looks like we had 70 soldiers from New Hampshire returning on that in this um, no. this uh, group that just came back. So we welcome them all home and glad that they are all safe and sound. This was yep. the 238th, and everyone yep. of the 238th was home safe and sound, it says in this little yep. article. Now, one of the things we were also talking about, you were talking about your extended family, because with three kids, you yep. have got to be in a lot of places <laughs> all at the same time. Yeah, some days it's a little easier to uh, be uh, an amoeba where I can split myself, and other days it isn't. <laughs> and that's where, on those days, that's where I rely on, you know, my hockey family and my soccer families and my church families and, you know, they all they all come through and help out here and there. Um, you know, it just, uh, you know, for example, that you know, coming up, we have, you know, events coming up with um, tournament weekends after the soldiers leave in, and will be, it's in October, and I have to send my daughter with one soccer family because I have a hockey tournament in Rhode Island with my 8-year-old. So oh, my gosh. Send my 17-year-old and my 11-year-old off to the tournament in Maine, and my I'll go with the 8-year-old down to the tournament in Rhode Island. <laughs> and that's where it does get complicated, because, Tina, your kids are still pretty little, right? Yeah, the youngest is 2, and the oldest is going to be 12. Yeah, although your 12-year-old is probably involved in some sports and whatnot, correct? Yeah, it's hard, because my... My twelve, well, my soon-to-be twelve-year-old, she wants to do baseball, and then my six-year-old, she wants to do soccer. And I'm trying to explain to them that we have to work together because I don't know how I'll be pulled to pra practices of two different sports and then pulled to two different games on weekends. I don't know how it's right. all going to work. So I'm yeah. trying to get them to negotiate. You know, softball in the fall and maybe soccer in the spring. <laughs> it is it's hard. It is. It does get hard. We did dance when my daughter was was five, my oldest daughter was five, I didn't have the boys, and it was just kind of, you know, tagging along the, the baby when Ariana was little, but now ugh, it's hard. <laughs> I can't even imagine what I'm going to do when Christian gets into sports in like two years. I'm, I don't know how, how that's all going to work. 
kind of have to yeah. figure out figure it out how to balance them all. Yeah, and that's where the networking. Challenge. Yeah, that's where the networking comes in. Because that's when you say, okay, uh, if I am, and you are virtually a single parent when your husband is away, um, and they are needing to realize that maybe they've got to go with their friend to that game that's in in the next county. And that's yeah. what's part of these traveling teams. It's all well and good when you're just going over to the other side of town because there's a little t-ball game <laughs> over on the other field that's on the other side of the grocery store. But um, when we're talking traveling teams, and as the kids get older, they, they play in these bigger leagues. Yes. Yes. Yep. But it's, now, it's fun to watch the teams progress and, you know, um, you know, with the deployment, the girls on the soccer team wear yellow ribbons in their hair because oh. most of them wear ponytails, so they all wear yellow ribbons in their hair to honor you know, our soldiers. And then my son's hockey team is um, has the yellow ribbons that say support our troops. They're sewn onto their game jerseys. <gasps> so, Isn't that awesome? Yeah. That's, yep. that's wonderful. That is. Yep. Tina, do you find, we've got about two minutes before break, do you find that there are families who have stayed on base long enough that you really do develop that network? Or do you really find that people are coming and going so much that you really don't have that chance? Um, there are there are families on base. I mean, I have friends that are on base that have been here for almost as long as I have. Really? So, Which is how yeah. long? I've been on base for ten years. Really? Yeah. We oh my never goodness! Moved. This is our first and only duty station, and my husband he hits his ten year mark in November, and we've been here the whole time. Which wow. is awesome. I like it just for the fact that I love California. I love being near the ocean. And that the fact that my daughter has been able to be in kindergarten all the way into she's going to seventh grade this year, and she's been able to stay at the same school is really nice. And so, yeah, I feel that, I feel that there's a there's networking here, um, especially with people that, you know, people do um, move to other bases and PCS all the time, but... It's funny because a lot of them come back. And um, me being in the child care um, business, I ha- it's funny to see kids that I've watched when they were like six weeks old and they leave to PCS and they come back and they're now, you know, seven. Wow. And just to reconnect, it, it, it is, it's crazy, honestly. It's really, it's really amazing. That is amazing. Well, when we come back from break, um, I do want to talk a little bit more about that balancing. I think um, it's so hard for civilian families, but I can only imagine how much more difficult that is when you're balancing um, a military family and all of that. So we will look forward to that in our final segment. And um, Tina and Don and I will be back in a moment on Military Mom Talk Radio. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Every woman wants to know how successful women manage their lives. 
So join host Sharon Silver for Getting to the Heart of the Matter every Thursday at 1 Eastern, noon Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Have you ever wondered who the woman behind the family service or product really is? How she became an innovator? How she reaches out and connects with others? Or how do they do it all without sacrificing their family or themselves? Getting to the heart of the matter is for you. Sharon will interview guests who bring wisdom and sage advice. Sharon will interview all kinds of women, from everyday moms to extraordinary stories. Sharon gets to the heart of the matter by asking the big questions. How these women manage being a mom or a business owner or just being a woman. You'll hear how they prevent themselves from becoming workaholics either in their career or with their families and still find time to fulfill their quest for calm and personal fulfillment. For more information on Sharon, check out her website, ProactiveParenting.net. Then be here for Getting to the Heart of the Matter with Sharon Silver. Every Thursday at 1 Eastern, noon Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com. Tom was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com, covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back. Well, welcome back, Military Moms. We're on Military Mom Talk Radio, and I'm Robin Boyd filling in for Sandra Beck, who's Still on vacation, along with Tina Gonzalez. Tina, you're a caretaker on base. Is that correct? Yeah, I do. Um, I do uh, family child care for the service members on base, and I do also do um, kind of like what um, we were talking about earlier about respite. I do a respite program for deployed spouses. Um, for deployed spouses, that um, gives them 16 hours a month of free daycare. So I do, that's mainly what I'm doing right now because there's so many units that are gone and there's such a demand for um, respite care providers that I'm solely doing that right now. Right, right. And is there anybody that you have respite from (laughs) can call when you need a respite? Actually, I do. (laughs) I have a respite care provider. She lives right down the street. Oh, good. Yeah, she's a good friend of mine and she just happens to be a daycare provider also. So, yeah. Is my right. <laughs> now, do you have to go through a, a protocol to become a daycare provider, the same as we do in any state? There, there's things that you um, have to. Yeah, you you have to be certified on base. Actually, I started off in the um, the CDC um, Child Development Center on base, and uh, sorry, as you can tell, my children have found yeah. me. <laughs> um, so, That's a secret, though. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> 
<laughs> my life here. Um, yeah, so you have to get certified. You still go through, um, it's a certification process. Um, you know, we have all of our CPR and first aid and sanitation, yeah. all those certifications, and then um, we still get monitored uh, monthly. So, yeah, it's the process. You know, we have to do just mm-hmm. as much stuff. I think it's a little bit more um, harder than if I was doing it off of base because, I mean, those inspectors in California, you see them once every three years to where wow. I am I'm inspected every single month. Wow, so, every yeah. month. Yeah, and I've been doing it, um, I've been doing it in home for six years now, so. You must love it, though. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that the kids are just wonderful, and you probably have a turnover. You probably don't see. Yeah, I have, yeah, huge turnover rate, huge turnover rate. Um, yeah. Uh, I, it, it got me by, I never even in a million years ever thought that I would ever be doing um, daycare by far. Um, but once I started it and I started having more children, yeah. it's nice to be at home with my kids. Right. I love it. Exactly. So I think that, and I got, I got through schooling, now I have my master's, but now I have a two-year-old that I'm still having a hard time cutting the ties with and putting him in daycare. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. eh, until I feel comfortable and I can... Let him be a big boy. I'll continue to help out the other parents well, on base. Time when they're that young is so fleeting, and I I speak from experience. My children are grown, and uh, my daughter is moving to another state very shortly. So, yeah, it happens so quickly. If you can stay home for a little bit while longer, that's that's awesome. That's just yeah, wonderful. Yeah, I love it. That's so nice. Now, Dawn, we were to, um, in your bio, you shared a little bit. Um, not only do you um, do an awful lot for the National Guard, but you have a lot of other things that you volunteer for. You are um, serve on your PTO of your local school. Is that correct? Yes, I'm the treasurer. Tony and I are actually co-treasurers because he's an accountant. As oh, well. wonderful! Um, <laughs> so, but um, he doesn't. The only time he I get him involved is if I can't figure something out. And so far, I haven't had to involve him because I've been able to figure everything out, and it's gone very well. I even filed the taxes last year, and it was great. Yay. Um, but it, yeah, you know, I was kind of scared at first, and I kept putting it off. And then I said, all right, I'm just going to sit down and take a day and do it. And it, and it went well. It, I, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you're also on your church's mission committee? Yeah, we, I'm on there. I'm the chair of the publicity committee, and I'm also on the children's ministry committee. Um, we are involved with the things that our church school is doing, mission projects and okay. activities, and making sure that everything's running smoothly, that our Sunday school teachers are trained and have the right curriculum and those kinds of things. Um, so, you know, it keeps me busy, and I play soccer recreationally on a women's 30-plus league. Do you? That's wonderful. Yeah. And I bet that that's a wonderful release for you. That's for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, this is, that is my hour of time. I go out and kick the ball and run around and fall down and look yeah. silly and jump up and down and cheer when I score, which oh, isn't that's often. Awesome. <laughs> but don't we all need that? And whether it's going bowling or whether it's, it's uh, going fishing or whatever, we just got to go out and do something like that. That's, yeah. that's great. Um, and on top of all of that, you have a career. Yes. I was, um, well, right now I'm taking a leave of absence. I was a special ed paraprofessional for the last two years. And mm-hmm. prior, before that, I, act, I have a master's degree in, in 
special ed, master's mm-hmm. degree in education, and I had a certification in special ed, and I had my own resource room at the middle school level, and I did that really? for a couple of years, and then the first deployment came up, and I didn't think, working in special ed um, is very emotional, yeah. um, working with the kids and their families and advocating for them. Um, I didn't think I could handle that, and because I had a caseload of 26 kids, and I had oh my. four Four profoundly handicapped students, you know, wheelchair, nonverbal, that kind of thing. Um, so I didn't think I could handle that and my kids and the deployment because being the first deployment, you know, you hear music and you cry when you're standing in line at the dry cleaner and people yeah. look at you kind of funny. <laughs> so I was kind of afraid. I didn't want to break down in front of the kids. Yeah. So I figured it would be easier to take a leave of absence. So I did that and then I went back subbing and just working as a one-on-one Garrison was then in kindergarten and first grade, and it just, uh-huh. it fit better. Yeah. Um, and so I'm not going to work full-time with this deployment either just because of the, the sport schedule and, and practices sure. that we have. I can't, I can't do it all, so. Well, absolutely. And there again, um, as your children are getting older, they do have to be in so many different places Sometimes it's curricular-wise, but then those extracurricular things that they're involved with are important. And yeah. if it's just you and you alone that's um, trying to get them to all of these places, that's just really tough. So, yeah, well, and, and trying to plan meals and making sure that, you know, that you have the right things in the cooler when you, when you go to these events, you know, that you got the Gatorade and you got your sandwiches and, and everybody's got something because you you know, oftentimes those soccer games are in the middle of nowhere, yes, and there is no Dunkin' true? Donuts. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, so. and, and our state is a fairly small state. I'm sure, Tina, you must have um, highways to deal with, but we have these little windy yeah. roads. And if you are somewhere from our community, which is uh, in the center of New Hampshire, and you have to go over to Keene, which is on the Vermont border, it may not be a super highway that's going to get you there. It's uh, a, a, a I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> windy road, and you have to travel at 30 miles an hour in some places, and, and you know the game starts in 10 minutes, but you know that, the, that you still have a 40-minute drive ahead of you, and what oh, are you wow. going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? It's, it's, yep. it's really hard. Um, well, Dawn, we're going to, um, we are very appreciative that you could spend some time with us today. Um, we have just enjoyed getting to meet you and knowing all that you are going to be doing in the upcoming year and especially for the dedication you've had for the volunteer family program and your husband for his service. We just really appreciate that so very much. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to have have shared with you guys. And, and, you know, it's always nice because you can relate. You know, at some some level, every mom, every wife, you know, every spouse, military spouse or non-military spouse, you can relate to those moments where you felt frazzled and you've had too much on your plate and, so you can you can relate to that overscheduled kind of crazy feeling, and, then, and it's important. Yeah, it's wonderful. Well, thanks, Don. I know you're en route to another kid event, so yes. <laughs> so thanks so much. We appreciate it very very much, and um, I hope um, we get to chat with you again real soon. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks. Yeah.
Yep. Now, Tina, we wanted to talk a little bit um, about next week's program because I believe we're going to focus again a little bit more on Freedom Dogs. Yes, we're bringing Beth back on. Beth and and my husband, actually, are coming back on. That's wonderful. And I did tap into the website, and for those listeners who were not a part of the campaign um, in July... Uh, Pepsi is doing a wonderful initiative where they are giving a grant to a charity who gets the most votes. That's pretty much what it boils down to. Yep. And the Freedom Dogs are service dogs that are provided to soldiers, and uh, so we definitely want to make sure that we get people to tap into this one and uh, get our votes in and then some. And you said last time that... The votes that we gained before will get rolled over. Is that correct? Yeah, I believe so. I don't know if... I know that it rolls over from month to month, but I don't know Mm -hmm. if it rolls over from stopping in July to September. I don't know how that works, but Beth will be able to (laughs) explain that a little bit more. Yeah, she'll definitely fill us in. Well, the website, for those who aren't sure what we're talking about, go to www dot refresh everything.com and you if you have not visited that site before you fill out a very quick entry um, registration there's certainly no money involved it's just a matter of voting and you can go in and vote every day is that correct yep yeah every day, day. going and vote it takes minutes to minutes type it in not even I'm more so seconds me I I'm one that likes to you know Read comments and then you can tap in and at least read a little bit more about the wonderful things that Freedom Dogs do. Well, Tina, I have just enjoyed being here and getting to know you a little bit more. Uh, So thank you for making me feel so much at home. (laughs) Thank you for taking over uh, Sandra's busy spot with all the responsibilities. Oh, it's been so fun. And if anybody wants to listen to our podcast, you can hear them on our show page on Toganet. You can pick them up on iTunes. And you can also listen to the podcast and a little bio on everybody at our program's website, which is www.militarymomtalkradio. For Tina and Sandra, I'm Robin Boyd, inviting you to come back next week on Military Mom Talk Radio. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye, Tina.